Welcome to the Strictly Anonymous Podcast. Conversations with online strangers. We place ads online. Craigslist is definitely the gift that keeps on giving. Real people respond. You go to Singapore or Thailand. You can't not do it. The temptation is just too much. Real problems. Does your friend know that you're banging her? No, he has no idea. And anything goes. Motto of the show. Let your Greek flag fly. Probably the only good advice I'll ever give you is to rehide your whips and chain. Here is your host, Kathy. Hey, welcome to the Strictly Anonymous Podcast with Kathy. You can follow the Strictly Anonymous Podcast yet on Instagram or Twitter. Follow me at Strict Anonymous. If you want to be on the show, it's called Strictly Anonymous because I change everybody's voices on my show. Sometimes I don't change a voice like today. My caller, Wyoli, she has her own podcast. She's got... You know, she's not hiding who she is, so I don't change her voice. But I would say I change 95% of my guest voices. If you want to, you have like an interesting, naughty story that you want to talk about while remaining anonymous or not anonymous, you could be on the show. Send me an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com, or just go to my website, strictlyanonymouspodcast.com, and click on be on the show. If you have a confession that you want to get off your back... While remaining anonymous, I change all the voices on my confessions hotline. You could call my confessions hotline. It's 347-420-3579. That's 347-420-3579. I got hundreds of confessions. They are all uh, aired over on my Patreon. I'm going to start putting some of them together and doing like 15, 20-minute bonus episodes on the weekends with just confessions. So stay tuned for that. But uh, if you want to hear every single confession that has come through my confessions hotline, and like I said, there's hundreds of them, they're all over on my Patreon. And now my Patreon is like a great place to be right now because I keep adding things without raising the price, okay? So for just $5 a month on my Patreon, what you get is early and ad-free episodes, which is great, right? No ads. Uh, You get all the episodes early, so you're in the know of what's coming out, plus you get all the anonymous confessions, plus you get all the super hot, sexy pics that my guests send in of themselves. They're all anonymous. Every single girl, except like maybe one, has sent in pictures of themselves. So if you want to put a body to an episode, they're all on my Patreon. A lot of the guys are now sending me pics too. And the other thing I just added is access to my Discord. The only way you could get into my Discord is through my Patreon. And inside that Discord is a whole community of people. Some people are kind of like hooking up on there. Okay. I get private emails, private DMs telling me, Hey, I met this person and this person. And so I'm like, Oh my goodness. I don't get involved in discord, but everybody else does. There's over a thousand people on there. And all you got to do is join my Patreon to get access. Most of my guests go on there and talk to people as well as everybody else. I mean, if you sign up for discord, you could post your own pics, your own videos. You could talk to people. It's that kind of a forum. So like I said, you get all of that on my Patreon for just $5 a month. I should raise it. I'm going to raise it. So I'd get in now at five because if you get in now, you're grandfathered in as long as you don't delete your membership. You stay at that even if I raise it. Okay, so all you got to do to sign up is go to patreon.com slash strictly anonymous podcast, patreon.com slash strictly anonymous podcast. I wanted to tell you, oh, I forgot to say if you're listening like on a podcast app, make sure to subscribe to my show. And I'm really trying to get over a thousand reviews on my podcast. Uh, I never really ask or beg for reviews because I don't really like to ask or beg for anything. (laughs) I get a million emails a day like, oh my God, I love your show and DMs. I love your show. And I should say to every single person, like, can you go write me a nice review? Because like happy people don't tend to go and write reviews. It's always like sort of like the trolls, you know, but I mean a lot, I do get a lot of nice reviews from people, but I would like to get over a thousand reviews. I have way more. I have like hundreds of thousands of people that are listening to my show. So where are all the good reviews? I want to hit over a thousand. I'm at like 820. So I just need 180. There's way more than 180 people listening to my show. So if you do love my show, do me that favor and just hit me up with a nice comment in the comment section on iTunes. It really does help the show. And like I said, I want to break a thousand. Okay. It's about fucking time. <laughs> so anyway, uh, today I have on again, Wiley. Wiley is the podcast host of her own show called Sex Story. She does like exactly like what I do, but she also is into all kinds of things when it comes to sex and she's checking things off her bucket list and she wanted to come on my show a bunch of times and talk about it and have me hold her accountable to do all the things that she talks about. 
So she's been on before talking about how she wants to take a masturbation vacation and she wanted to buy a spanking skirt. And she talked about this guy that she's been seeing. It's like her dom guy. And she came back on to give an update. So she did go on her masturbation vacation. She talks about that. She talks about buying her spanking skirt and exactly what went down when she met her spanking buddy. This is a guy that she is with. They have a very open kind of relationship. We talk about relationships and what kind of open relationship she's into. She's very much into like the cuckold thing. Like she's a cuck queen like I am. We do end this call with a whole half hour about cuck queen porn we give our fantasies. It's super hot. I put it at the end of another episode. I don't think a lot of people listen to it, so I put it at the end of this one too. So if you didn't hear it, you're going to fucking love it, okay? About 30 minutes in, you're going to hear me and Wyo talking all about our cuck queen fantasies, and you're going to be totally into that. But before that, she's going to get us all up to speed on what she did. Like I said, she did a spanking session with her guy. She did a masturbation vacation. We talk about the type of relationship she would like to be in ultimately as well as like I said the relationship she's in with her spanking buddy it's very open she loves hearing about him being with other women and she gets hardcore into all of that and then we talk about our cock queen fantasies and they're very good like I said that I told you that like 10 times on this intro right but they really are <laughs> you're gonna enjoy it I think I have a good imagination so that's about 30 minutes in if you listen to it before that's a repeat, but it, it runs seamlessly with this conversation. So it's perfect. You're going to live the whole conversation. Wyo has her own podcast. Like I said, it's called Sex Stories. I'll put a link to it in the description. But anyway, I'm going to be right back on with Wyo. This is the Strictly Anonymous Podcast. Hi, Wyo Lee. Welcome back to the Strictly Anonymous Podcast. You come on for some Girl Talk episodes. We're following your sex bucket list journey, right? <laughs> and if people haven't heard your first episode, they should listen to it because you were on before talking about all the things you wanted to check off, including like you wanted one weekend where you were just going to masturbate, only masturbate, the opposite of no fap, which means no masturbation. All you were going to do is fucking masturbate all weekend, report back. So why don't you go through your list and tell me what the fuck went down since we last spoke? Okay. So since we last spoke, the spanking skirt was a great success. Phone sex has been incredibly fun. My foot fetish research is ongoing, and I want to clarify a couple points about that when we talk. My new flogger set is amazing. I'm getting good. I have the two-handed, like I'm practicing my Florentine flogging, practicing on a stool currently, but I'm ready for butts. Like, I'm ready for humans. And then I've been doing sex stories in the park. That is super duper fun. I did an attempt at my masturbation vacation, but it's, we're going to need another one. I'll tell you why. And then I got some, like, incredible inspiration from Layla because I was telling her about killing kittens and how we were talking about her and then that just like spiraled into future bucket list things so that was like the most exciting stuff and then I have some stuff for the future that I'm noodling on that I would like to get your opinions on in terms of where I point my energy next so okay so that's Layla from Curious Girl Diaries I forgot to say you're Wiley from Sex Stories podcast you do what I do on your show interview people but you also mentioned there that like you have done like live videos with people in the park. But do you want to start, like, where do you want to start with your list? I want to start with the spanking skirt. It was so hot. So I got a listener recommendation for which skirt to buy because I was like researching. I went to a couple sex shops in person. You know, like I got my floggers in person. I do want to order some like nice artisan ones at some point, but I want to like meet the people. Anyway, spanking skirt in the store. There was only one and it did not fit me. It was too big and it was like red leather. And so I ended up ordering this beautiful like stretchy. It's from Maison Clothes, which I is a fancy lingerie brand I had never heard of, but now I want way more things from there. So if anyone wants to send me presents, I will wear them. And take pictures in them and share them with you. But yeah, so the spanking skirt has a little hole cut out for the ass. So the ass cheeks come through. And I like sent a picture of it to my spanking lover. And he didn't like clock that it was a skirt. Like he was like, cute shorts. And so then <laughs> when I saw him the next day, I just wore it under my like long overshirt thing. And it was discovered and very much appreciated. He was like, this is a great target. <laughs> He's like spanking. So that was super fucking hot. I want to try it with thigh highs because it kept writing up a little bit but I am fucking into it and I want to wear it out in public you know we were kind of like sharing that fantasy of like he was like so you could be wearing this at dinner and then I could just like you know I don't want to bench find a bench put you over my knees so that was super fucking hot 
Does that spanking session end with full-on sex? Is that spanking like the foreplay and you get really hot for that and then you fuck with that skirt on? Like, how does that scenario end? Well, it depends. It depends on the day. The thing that I adore about this lover is like, yes, we fuck, but also like P and V sex is not the main focus of our connection. Like, he spanks me a lot. It does. It turns me on. It makes me so wet. So I read a book recently called Sex and Shakespeare. And this was just like maybe, I don't know, a month and a half ago. And I remember being like, huh, like, wow. So this is her whole sexuality. Like it's this more so than that. And I'm like, I don't identify with that. However, I do get super fucking wet when I get spanked and he gets hard and that's so hot. And I'm in a moment where I and loving blowjobs. And I don't know if it's because this person in particular like enjoys receiving them so much. So it feels extra good for me to give them. But sometimes it's just, I mean, it's not just, but sometimes I'm so extremely satisfied by his cock in my mouth and he is spanking me. I don't even know configuration wise. Like, I don't know what's happening half the time, but I feel like when there is a cock in my mouth, I can take so many more spanks so much harder for so much longer. And I really get off on having the bruises. Like I don't come from spanking. That's not the point for me, although I did talk to someone who has. So, yeah. So for me, it's part of the like, oh, no, wow, that's a great question, Cassie. I don't know if it's foreplay or during play. Well, listen, I know that there is a whole other school of thought and I'm on the other side of it. Right. And I learned this by do doing my show. You take sides and I just love everything. Yeah, okay. so we're different. That's why we're having this conversation. It's good to have two people that are different. Yeah. There's a lot of people that believe that, and I'm one of them, like I'm going to give you my standpoint first, like what group I'm a part of. The part where if I'm going to have sex, it has to end in an orgasm or I didn't finish the meal. It's kind of like you're hungry, you go out to dinner, but you didn't eat the food. That's how I always saw it until I started doing my show. Mm -hmm. And once I started doing my show, I talked to so many people, especially in that world that I think you exist in, which is the BDSM kink world, where that does not have to be a part of it. And they schooled me on that and taught me and made me realize that a lot of times it's like the guy that goes to the dungeon. He doesn't want to blow his nut there. He wants to live with that feeling even longer if he doesn't come. That's what it's about because to me I'm like if you mm. get so wet and you're getting spanked and you got his cock in your mouth and you're so horny and you can't come from spanking how are you not fucking put it in and you know get me over that mountain you know what I mean like get me off oh I do big I mean there's moments too where like I'll flip over or I'll like need his hands in my pussy like he's really good at fingering me too and so like I love to have a cock in my mouth while that's happening like I love to feel kind of the loop I also am such an experience oriented person like I don't know I come all the time at home and I do come with him it's just I'm not trying to get to the orgasm and I don't come from spanks that spanking session that you just told me that you went over with the spanking skirt he was like what the fuck that's so hot he's spanking you you're getting wet I don't know if his dick was in your mouth but I wanted to know did you come at the end of that session I don't know that I got the answer oh I didn't come at the end I came in the beginning middle maybe I don't know I don't keep track of the timeline so specifically but like yeah he made me come first I, my mouth was all over him oh, okay so you, there was like an orgasm in that scenario but it wasn't from the spanking it was maybe before or whatever I was just wondering because in the BDSM world sometimes that there isn't the orgasm it's kind of interesting to me because I always want the orgasm so I was like oh are you just like getting spanked and leaving like soaking wet or having sex at the end because you're like dying for it because it's like the best foreplay ever no this one definitely wants to make me come and sometimes I do prefer more edging or especially if it's like I, you know sometimes I don't want to have an oxytocin dump with a partner and I'm just an experientialist too so I like all of it and I, I really love I really get turned on by like adventure and the excitement of my partner like I'm finding that is just the hottest thing for me. And so it's not about having like a deep personal emotional connection where we're going to put all our lives and finances together. But it's more about like, are we in sync right now? Is this hot for both of us? And that is like what takes me to the next level and usually gets me closer to an orgasm, you know. But if I don't come during a session, then I'm definitely going to masturbate to it a right, lot right, later. Right. Yeah, no, that's what I learned. <laughs> I mean, like I said, I always want to have an orgasm at the end and end it. But I did learn through doing my show, like I said, especially people in the BDSM world where that doesn't have to be the end all be all. Because when sometimes when people are like telling me their hot sex stories and then at the end they're like, and I never 
have been able to orgasm and I never orgasm with these people. I had a hot wife on once and she was like, and I never have orgasms with these guys. I'm like, so why do you do it? But I, I've learned that for some people, it doesn't have to have an orgasm for it to be completely pleasurable. Yeah, it's all different things. My personal origin was like not having orgasms because I like didn't know how with a partner and I was too anxious. And so I think I also just like have always gotten off on the whole, like if the whole experience is good. And again, I get a lot of people that are like, oh, my, they should always make you come. And I'm like, yes, do it. Yeah, yes. If that is what you want, you should definitely get that from your partners. You should definitely communicate about it. It's not always like my top priority because I would rather just see what unfolds. This is also what I'm loving about phone sex. Like, it's so fun and just finding the overlap with the people at like, woof, you know, and, and that is not always about coming. Sometimes that's about edging. And but then I'm in the more dominant role, too. So I don't know if you have other spanking questions. No, no, no. Go to phone sex. That was the perfect segue. OK, so I actually haven't officially had regular phone sex still. I had one brief video call. The person said the power went out. I think maybe someone walked in because they were talking very quietly anyway. So I never got to actually do the video call. But I've mostly on Sext Panther been exchanging like voice memos, photos and videos with people. And it has been so fucking hot to hear what people are into. I have trampled someone in fantasy. I have received lots of goddess worship. And then I've been asking people for like detailed tutorials about how they touch themselves because I love seeing how people touch themselves. So I've been getting like very specific videos and just like fun fantasies like I was someone's wife and we, you know, there was a cuck fantasy happening and we couldn't let the conservative family find out they'd make us get divorced. You know, so it's been really fun and really playful and like, because I'm using the platform Sext Panther, because my one partner who's far away, who I have a crush on, like, we're not at the phone sex level yet. Like, we haven't had regular sex yet. So I, I don't know. I don't know how to initiate it. Although I feel like that's a stepping stone I could do. But whatever. Divine timing. It's been very interesting because people are more likely to reach out to me via text and then I'll respond. I love to use voice, photo, and video. But I'm realizing for myself, like, I love having a good reason to engage with someone. And so if I don't know what they're into, I'm sort of like, ah, uh, excuse me, I need to know something about you. I can get inspired very easily, but not by a vacuum, you know? So that's the part that I found very, very interesting about, like, engaging with people. And then just, like, once someone does share, I feel such a hot sense of permission to just play. And it's been really, really fun. Like, and people I love, like, they're so fun. They're so creative. Good news. Strictly Anonymous podcast is looking for people to call into the show. So if you lead an interesting, naughty secret life that you want to talk about while remaining anonymous or not anonymous, if you're out and proud, that's cool too. Send me an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com. That's strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com. Or go to my website, strictlyanonymouspodcast.com. Dot com and click on be on the show. If you have a short confession that you want to get off your back, call my confessions hotline 347-420-3579. That's 347-420-3579. You could call that number 24-7. I change all the voices on the confessions too. So you remain anonymous. The number, the website, and the email address will all be in the description. Listen up. The summer, unfortunately, is almost over. So why waste the rest of it cooking when you could just sign up for Factor? Factor is America's number one health-focused ready-to-eat meal kit delivery service. With Factor, you're going to get delicious, healthy meals without the hassle. No more meal planning or preparation or going to the store and getting like 100 ingredients that you're never going to use again, right? With Factor, all you got to do is choose your meals and they're going to be delivered right to your door fresh. Their meals are not only fresh, they're healthy and they're ready in just two minutes. No prep, no mess. And what I love about Factor is they have specific dietary plans like vegetarian, keto, high protein, all that kind of Good stuff. I signed up for Factor. I chose the vegan option just to try it out. And let me tell you, the food was really good. The Marsala mushroom with risotto, my personal fave. Their meals are prepared by chefs and approved by dietitians. You could pause, cancel, or change your plan at any time. So you really have nothing to lose and everything to gain because they have great food. So head to factormeals.com slash strictly anonymous 50 and use code strictly anonymous 50 to get 
50% off. That's code strictly anonymous 50 at factormeals.com slash strictly anonymous 50 to get 50% off. Or just go to the description and click on the link. So that's a line though. Where could people find that? I feel like some guys are like, what? I could like, you know, call up and leave a message and tell her exactly what I fucking want. And she's going to send me back pics and shit. Like how do people get on that? Sext Panther is the platform. So if you just go to sextpanther.com slash W-Y-O-H, like Y-O, that's my profile. And so people add me. I'm still learning to use it. I'm only a couple weeks in and I haven't I haven't been doing it every night, Kathy. I've been doing it sporadically because I really am not a schedules person other than recordings. But yeah, anyone can sign up. And so they pay me for a voice memo or a video or a call. Like it's hot. Like I think that's so hot because I've had so many experiences in my life where like I haven't felt appreciated or respected. And so to have people show up and clearly be like, hey, no, you're a goddess and I'll show you, you know, that's hot. I think that's what have been the kinds of things that guys want. What's that you like you said, goddess worship, which you love. What is that? That's just them telling me how beautiful I am and what they would like to do to me, you know? Oh, (laughs) I thought it's like a specific fantasy. (laughs) I mean, for some people, I think in real life it is. And, you know, it's definitely something that I've been exploring over the last year or two as I'm like, okay, I am practicing all of my receiving. Like some of the intro messages are such sweet invitations. And I found that it's also inspiring me to create better invitations for people. Like getting a message from someone that's like, hello, you know, do you like to trample weak, pathetic men? And I'm like, (laughs) as a matter of fact, I do you know, especially when they deserve it. Like, yes, you know, and then finding ways to get more information in character, like in that role play. I had someone else be like, hey, babe, like, you know, do you want to do a role play fantasy? Which I love that explicit communication out loud of like, hey, I'm acknowledging this is role play fantasy where, you know, we're high school sweethearts and we're married, but like you fuck so many other dudes and I get so jealous. And so I was like, babe, I love it when you pretend to be a stranger, you know, like it's just so fun because I haven't had very many playful partners in the realm of role play like I've initiated in the past and my early experiences really got shot down and so this feels like liberating and healing and I'm also great you know I'm grateful that in real life I have a couple of play partners who are adventurous and it's a little like yes there's a little dynamic but it's a little more like you know not formal role play not formal BDSM just like down to go for adventure but I'm just realizing I love playful people who are like in touch with their sexy parts. And does it turn you on? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's interesting for the guys. You know what I mean? Or even if it's women, I don't know if it's men and women. But I mean, for someone to know that this is something that you're doing and it really turns you on, I think that that's always the best. But I've noticed that societally there seems to be a pattern where when a woman likes sex a lot, we devalue her unless she's like, nope, I'm a goddess, pay me. And so I'm working my way into that. And yeah, and so that's okay. So I should update you on the masturbation vacation. (laughs) Oh my God, but I know it's a fail already. Like, how do you not masturbate? Did you not masturbate for all weekend? Did you? <laughs> I didn't record anything. I like aroused myself a lot. I ended up only doing one night because the Airbnb that I like had my heart set on only had one night available in all of July. And I was like, what? So I have to really like plan in advance. So I think this is helpful. So I'm going to get something on the books for the next few weeks after we talk. I ended up feeling nauseous. Like once I got that, like, I don't know if it was something I ate. I don't know if it like I drank a lot of water, you know, like I was in the desert. I went to Joshua Tree. So I, I took that as an opportunity. You know, I did some photo shoots and I just sort of like let myself chill for a night. There was a beautiful pool. There was a beautiful hot tub. Like I just enjoyed myself and like let myself kind of take it easy. And so it was a huge turn on and a very good practice and did not achieve my goal. And it just makes me want to go back with a lover. And I was telling Layla, she's like, no, you need three nights total and they can come in the middle night, but then you need your solo time before and you need integration time after. And I got really turned on by that and called it a fuck sandwich. And so like, I've just been dreaming about like doing Layla fuck sandwiches like once a month or every other month. And then, you know, at some point she and I also have decided that we are going to like meet up somewhere at an Airbnb and watch a bunch of ethical porn because we're both like, we need to research more porn. You know, like I've been watching the porn of my friends who I've been interviewing and like learning more about that world. And she got really excited when I was like, maybe you could help make slutty content of me. Yeah. So we're talking about like her kind of directing me in future stuff. And would you give us recommendations for porn to watch? 
Yeah. I mean, like, you mean what kinds I like and stuff? Yeah. I mean, you know, I don't know. Like, I'm not one. Nowadays, porn is so different than when I grew up. It's kind of like you never look at the same thing again. And it's kind of like the way the wind blows, like what I'm into. And maybe you just go and you just want a quickie. I mean, I use porn when I just want a quickie. And there's all different types of things that I'm into depending on the day. You know what I mean? It could be so many different things. So it's hard to recommend. It would. It's like saying what, you know, if we want to go eat food three nights from now, I'm like, ask me that day what I want, because I might feel like Mexican today, but three days later, I want sushi. I don't know until that time. You know what I mean? No, but both Layla and I were like, where do we start? We need to research, ah, you know, because I've again, I've research, just, been just go on Pornhub. <laughs> I know. Well, that's that's so that's the thing is like, I want to know that the person is getting paid for it, that it was consensual that it's you know Pornhub is of legal age but like I want to know that it's kind of like benefiting the models and performers so we're looking at a lot more like indie stuff or stuff produced by these different places right that's the ethical part of it Mm -hmm. yeah that's what I was confused about like what that meant to you guys and what that conversation was about Mm -hmm. that's of course that that stuff is important yeah so for me going on Pornhub for the last I don't know decade I don't really do it because it puts me in producer brain when the content is medium or not good you know and and I just think like I just literally go into producer director mode and that's not hot for me and I'm not a person that's like oh amateur stuff only I'm not like that at all I have a lot of friends who are professionals but it's like beyond watching their stuff I'm like okay what next you know like and do I want to watch only mainstream stuff and like what is you know so it's funny though because I was just talking to someone who did a private call with me and he was like you just overcomplicate things, though. <laughs> I was like, well, <laughs> I hear that. I hear that a lot. I've heard that from people. I don't know how to help my brain filter better other than by doing this, you know, other than by sit- like who fucking have a bucket list with over 400 and something erotic items on it and can't like decide which way to start. Like I clearly have an issue filtering. Right. Right. Uh huh. Uh huh. So I would assume Pornhub then would be way too much information. Right. Because it's just so many different things. I feel like when I'm Googling porn or I want to get myself off and it's a quickie kind of thing, I do find that I will just go through my brain, think about what's the thing that's like the biggest turn on to me right now today Mm. in this moment and then google that look for the the hottest looking thing and then play it and then maybe five videos later i'll get it and be done with it kind of thing (laughs) quick but i'm very specific i used to say i'm like oddly specific like right now i could tell you exactly what i'm into right now like i'm specific like that so that's what i'll do i'll just go and so nothing else will really be that interesting to me but i think that that's the problem with porn though nowadays is there is too much back in my day you didn't live in my time it was so much hotter because literally you would find your friend's stash of porn or you would get one porno like a year and you would just live off of that and it was like the top of the fucking mountain every time because it wasn't available and you'll never gonna get that experience nowadays because you're just inundated and there's so much of it and it's so easily accessible whereas like when I was younger it really wasn't so it was hotter in a way and I think that OnlyFans is definitely changing the porn game and I think it's changing it for the better because a lot of people that I have on my show who are doing OnlyFans now are real people that are getting off on people watching them that are getting off on like what you're getting off on like turning guys on letting them watch them getting off on them that's the real deal that's what everyone's going to porn for right they just want to see real people that who love sex and a lot of times that's not happening in porn whereas on OnlyFans I think there's just a lot of content creators that are creating that amateur stuff that we all wanted. I know that's what I always wanted. I don't want to see a girl who's dry and who's faking an orgasm. I want to see a real orgasm, a real wet person. You know what I mean? I want to see the real deal. And I think that what's killer about OnlyFans is you could find those people out there that are really doing it because they fucking love it. Yeah. Well, and every time I interview like a hot wife or a hot wife couple, I'm like, damn, they exist. I need a stag. I need a cook. I need, you know, I need someone who like wants to go share me and like organize those things and like runs the content channel. That would be so fucking hot. (laughs) Would that be your setup in a relationship? If you met the guy of your dreams tomorrow that you really wanted to have a relationship with, what kind of relationship would you set up? I don't know that I've ever asked you that question. Sorry to take you off your bucket list. Would you be in a situation, an open relationship and how would that look for you? Absolutely open relationship. I am not monogamous unless 
I've been thinking about this. The way that I would consider monogamy currently is if someone wanted to marry me for a set amount of time. And I knew <laughs> like what, you know, I knew what I was going to get in the divorce. We had a project based marriage for a certain number of weeks or months or year. You know, I think I would go up to for a first one, I would do like a year at a time if I really liked them already. But other than that, I'm not monogamous. And I think even in a monogamous relationship, I would need like an extreme hall pass situation in case a really beautiful opportunity bloomed in front of me. All right. Forget about monogamy, though. So okay. you're in a non-monogamous relationship. How does that look? Like, how is that set up? You Do you solo play? Do you play together all of the above? Like, how would you like to... Do you like to have your partner go fuck other women? Do you want to fuck other guys? All of the above? Like, what exactly in the yes. open relationship would you want? All of that. So here's the thing. I have been warned strongly by my sex worker friends of like, don't look for that. That will attract people who want to take advantage of you, you know, and at the same time, how can I help but be like totally obsessed with my porn star friends, husbands who like bring them food and encourage them and then like reclaim them after a shoot and or help them organize stuff and or like just like get turned on by their porn and or participate and or sit there and watch, you know, like Jay is so hot. <laughs> Like that setup. Oh, uh, the the guy that has a hot wife and he yeah. was a bull and now he's a stag. Yeah, but he has like tendencies of cuck. Like for me, a guy or girl who has dominant tendencies and is a sharer and at the end of the day, like wants me to be theirs, like is the person that's going to reclaim me. That is the hottest. I would love to date. A person who is pansexual. I have a big fantasy about also just being like a regular third of a couple because I have a lot of fear around getting crowded and suffocated and I just haven't had an experience with a romantic relationship that makes any logical sense to keep one in my life regularly. You know, like I'm like add value though beyond fucking like I now have other ways to like fuck but that used to be my kind of like impetus for getting into a relationship and I only have had two boyfriends one girlfriend who had a husband and a master. So like it takes a lot to trick me into a relationship. I've never gotten into a relationship on purpose. I'm still learning to be in that position of power, but I love to be like the sluttiest slut that like is, you know, the secret whore. Like my Spanx partner right now fucks other ladies and I love hearing about it. And that's brand, brand new for him. And I'm just like, tell me, tell me, tell me. You know, <laughs> I don't get a lot of details, but I really, really get off on that. So I'm actually in the perfect relationship like non-relationship with my Spanx buddy because it's I get summoned you know we have enough trust that I feel really good about just getting summoned when I am desired and we have set that up explicitly like there's a lot of respect I grow so much I learn so much and we just have that kind of like mutual desire so I am also dating a couple of people but I've been introduced for the first time in my life like friends are introduced friends and lovers like this is the hottest kink I think I've unlocked in the last couple weeks. A lover introducing me to someone I might date or fuck. That's so hot to me. So I, that's when I'm like, oh, shoot, I really got to cook things. That's a perfect way to get set up. Right? Because they know you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Pimp you out because they know you and they know the other person. But listen, I wanted to talk further about porn and porn for females because there is a, a like a niche. Is that the right way to say it or niche? Niche. Yeah, people niche. say it both ways. Okay, niche, niche, I niche. say niche. I like niche. Me too. There's a niche that is there that has not been filled and that is cuck queen porn. When I put out yes. my cuck queen episode, Phoebe is a cuck queen, I got so many emails from women and it's also highly downloaded by man, men, okay? Like, and I feel like there's a real need for more cuck queen porn. Now, my audience knows that if I have any kink that I figured out through doing my show, it's that I'm a cuck queen. I like I like that. And I was like, oh, my God, I when she that. was talking about making porn, I was like, you got to do cuck queen porn. And I told her and then I had some ideas and I'm like, oh, I'm going to get Wyo on and we're going to talk about some hot cuck queen porn. Because, listen, first of all, it's it's first and foremost for me why there needs to be created more is because. It's for women. Women that yeah. are into that fantasy can't go find that, right? Like, it's just not there. I've looked. So they okay. need more cuck queen fantasy porn. And besides being for women, the second thing is, like, guys would fucking love it. I'm going to tell you my hot scenario yeah. that I think she should do. And I'm going to have to email yes. her and tell her to listen to this and make it. And you're going to get turned on by it because you're a little cuck queen, right? And you're going to tell me your ideas. But 
guys are going to be fucking turned on by it too, right? I mean, it's all they have. If you put in cuckold or whatever, you're going to find all the guys like yeah. doing shit. And when I yeah. say cuck queen, it doesn't have to be uh, hardcore humiliation, right? We're not talking about that, but you could go to that extreme. I find mo- most cuckolds and cuck queens and the whole in the whole cuck world i feel like the majority aren't at like on that end of the spectrum where they need the intense humiliation there's some slightness right but the majority just likes the fact of seeing their partner with somebody else right that's the so hot that's a hot scenario so i'm gonna tell you my hot scenario my listeners are gonna love it my little cuck queens are gonna be like oh my god i'd fucking watch that and the guys are gonna be like i'd fucking do that okay (laughs) and then you're gonna have to give me one too and then we're gonna have to tell lily Okay, okay, to listen and make it for Afterglow, okay? Yeah. So, because uh, she's got the, she could do that, right? I can't do it. I could. I just have the idea. So this is a fantasy I thought of recently. Um, I, I don't know. Have you ever been in a hotel room and heard people like uh, through the next room having sex? Oh, yes, I have. As a matter of fact, just last night. You're kidding. When you were saying that it was loud in your hotel, it was like loud with sex? Well, I could hear outside on the street a lot of stuff happening, but when I went over to buy the window, I could hear voices in the next room, and it was definitely people getting on up. I could hear the man's voice being like, baby, baby, and then I heard noises. <laughs> oh, okay. I did love. you hear moaning? Okay, right. So now, did you ever hear it and get turned on by it? It's a turn on, right? Yes. It's super hot. Yeah. Yeah. I've never heard gross sex through a hotel wall so far. I don't listen. It hasn't happened to me often. Okay. For some reason. And I think because I'm always, I'm such a picky person when it comes to sound that I'm always like, put me in the corner away from everybody on the top. I don't know. So I think I'm always very lucky where I don't hear shit. Okay. But there Uh was a time when I was in a hotel and I heard the people like fucking next to me and it was like straight up moaning, a lot of moaning. And it was like, it made me super horny. Okay. And like that I had to take care of myself, which never (gasps) happened for me. And I was like, oh, that's really hot. And then I started recently when I was like trying to think of a hot fantasy, I was like thinking about that experience, but I was thinking like, wouldn't it be really hot if the cuck queen girl would set it up Uh where her and her guy go to a hotel, right? And they get two rooms right next to each other, right? And then he goes down to the bar. Somehow he meets a fucking hot girl, right? That he's going to fuck. And she has no idea that he's got a girl in the other room. She's not in the know. She just thinks she's having a hot hotel hookup with a stranger she met at a bar, right? He brings her up. Now, I thought of two different ways. Like he could either have the phone, pretend that the phone is off, Right. And the phone is uh, being called into my room so I could hear everything. But he brings her in and he fucks the shit out of her in the room while you're listening. okay? And then he comes in and he fucks you. I think that that's like a really hot scenario. Right. Because, you know, you you know that he's in there. It's your guy and he's fucking that girl. and You could hear everything that's going on. And then when she leaves, they're all done. And he comes in and he fucks you. And I think that's super hot. That's so hot. It is, right? Yeah. That's super hot. Isn't yep. that a good porn? That's, yeah. Right? I fucking, especially if you have a set where you can float back and forth between the two rooms, like visually. Oh, it's so hot. Exactly. I mean, I, and I just think, listen, if you're a cuck queen, you could live that out in real life. I was like, why could you not live that out in real life? I have guys, listen, I have cuckolds that come onto my show that tell me stories and they're setting up shit like this all the time. Like, I have mm. hot wives that have gone out picked up guys, brought them to hotel rooms. I have this one in particular. This was the scenario. And his girl would go out with her girlfriend and they would bring guys back, fuck them in hotel rooms, and she would call him on the phone so he could hear everything that was going on. And then he'd come home and tell her. So this, I think, is even better because you don't even need really to call on the phone, right? Because they're right in the door next to you. So to me, not being able to really see it but hear it is like the... The torture foreplay that I think I would love. It's kind of like tease and then he comes yeah. in and fucks the shit out of you. So I thought that was like really hot. I'm like, I have to tell Lily about that <laughs> because Dude. there need more fantasies like that. You don't find porn where the girl's guy is fucking somebody else and she's into it. It's like threesome stuff, but it has yeah. to it like to me, Cuck Queen takes it like one step further where it's kind of like the cheating thing or he's not with you he's doing it separate and then comes and Mm -hmm. tells you about it kind of thing right you're a cuck queen in real life right I mean you've had these scenarios with guys 
I've had these scenarios. I don't know if I'm a queen, Kathy. I think you're more powerful. I am definitely a cuck slut. Um, <laughs> the same shit. But I get... <laughs> no, because I'm because I'm in the submissive, the more submissive role, and I do get a little bit off on the degradation aspect. So I've been in a cage watching my partner fuck someone across. Oh the room. no, no, no! So but... that makes you no. That makes me. Just a cuck, and that makes you the cuck queen. What are you kidding? That's what? the true cuckold. You're the true. That's the Is queen it? position. Is that yeah, the because queen? I think yes, absolutely. Because the cuckold thing, you know, typically has that humiliation apartment. Like I said, I get more people on my show that that's not a big part of it but then I have the truest cucks of them all that it is so to me yeah. that's top of the mountain you're the fucking queen because you uh, and that's interesting that I'm so glad you brought this up that you do even like that part of it and there needs to be porn for I the girls that. like you because that is a part of a cuck experience typically for yeah. sure well and I have a partner right now who like is fucking other chicks and I fucking love hearing about it but so far they're all shy so there's not a scenario where I could watch yet and of course a lot of dudes want to turn that stuff into threesomes and I'm a willing participant, but I like love the idea also of just like being in a cage under the bed or over the bed, you know, somewhere kind of hidden in the closet. Like a lot oh my of God, that's the guy. Yeah, that's the guy. You know how many times I've heard the cuck in the closet watching in the bull. I've had so really? many. Oh my God, I need to send you this one guy and you could have him on a show, but your show, his name was Jerome and he was like a full-time, very professional bull and he had the fucking funniest stories of following around, like the cuck following him around on the corner peering and he just would talk about like how he just like oh almost God. couldn't like focus because it's just so funny oh to God. have this guy like in the closet looking out the thing and doing all the stuff that you just talked about but that oh is God. a part of the cuck experience and they need to make that th as well for yes. women so listen Agreed. up Lily or anyone making porn okay. your, so what's your real cuck queen scenario Ooh, well okay the version today that's coming to mind is yeah if I was somehow restrained like on a nice chair or something or really just I could be like by the curtain maybe not in the closet but like by the curtain of the nice hotel room just like kind of watching and I, I think I actually also am really turned on by the idea of the other woman knowing that I ooh, or even man I could definitely go queer with this fantasy yeah um but the other person knowing like that I was there and wasn't going to be allowed to like fuck for a while. And I love the idea too, for me of working edging into it for a day. So maybe they don't fuck me right after they make me wait a day or a night or whatever. Um, because I get, I so get off on the like arousal of the turn. Like today I haven't come for three days because my Spanx partner was like, I was, I was naughty and did a fantasy without asking permission. And so now I'm like, can I come? Can I come? And we're far apart, but he's like, no. Like, oh, no, you're, you're in a little dom sub position relationship kind, with this guy. Kind of, kind just just a loose one. If it's a fun, playful thing, or but if I break it, I get to be naughty and then I get punished. But so I love the idea of um, being told to edge myself while watching, but not being allowed to come. You know, so maybe I'm behind the curtain or tied to a chair. Or I also in if I go like big on the fantasy scenario and have a set, I love the idea of maybe I'm in some sort of like throne situation up above that looks over the bed. And I'm imagining like a big <laughs> sex palace type set. You know? so, like, with stairs oh that my go God, I hate that kind tried. of porn. It's just so unrealistic. It just make it like a oh, regular hotel room. Okay? I wasn't even thinking about it as a porn. I was just like a movie. <laughs> It's like Games yes. of Thrones, cuck queen style. It's like too much. Or just, or or even somewhere where it's, you know, I, but I just like the idea of be of having a visual where I can look down upon them or be a little far away. So that's why yeah, I like the curtain. Yeah. That's why I love, um, I mean, the closet is hot for like, the closet fantasy I have is I have a friend. We're not in a sexual dynamic, but she, I'm very attracted to her, but she's like not interested in me that way. But she has a partner who says, hilarious things when he gets really turned on and she's told me about some of the stuff that he says that's like very specific to her and very just like funny and I'm like god damn it I want to be in the closet like listening to that because it's silly but it would also really turn me on <laughs> oh my god that's funny so it's like what you hear too is a turn on for you and I think that that could yes. be a part of a, a hot porn too you know what I mean because it's like those not that naughty fantasy and and what's interesting about that porn scenario would be that you and the girl are in cahoots not you and the yes. guy right it's not your and guy it's your know. girlfriend that's a hot yep. one okay so it's your and girlfriend so every time 
Yeah, every time they hang out, I'm like, please, can I come be in your closet this time? She's like, no, what if you sneeze? What if you this? What if you that? And I was like, I just want to hear so bad. And she's like, maybe I'll secretly record one and like just let you listen, but never like she, you know, she's very protective of his privacy, obviously. But I'm just like, I just want to hear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's what is good about porn. And I think that's why fantasies always work too, because a situation like that you can't do in real life because this girl's not going to like fucking lie to her guy and do something that's not consensual. That's fucked up, right? But that's but, why porn is always great because so, you could yeah, set yeah. it up and mock it up and it's fucking hot and nobody's getting it's in so trouble, hot. right? But I oh love this porn. Like you and your girlfriend, she's telling you about her guy and how good he is in bed. I don't need the the funny things. I don't know. That throws that's not like no, hot no, think, to most people. The, in the porn version, I think he would be saying hot things. Yes, they would just yes. be making hot noises. In real life, though, I'm just curious and it sounds silly. I also think like having a camera of me or whoever the performer in the closet like getting on um edging and stuff like touching touching myself while like listening to that i think that would be like a hot yeah that's the whole part that's the porn so you and your girlfriend are talking she's always telling you about her guy and how he fucks her really good and you guys set it up where she's gonna fuck him and you're gonna watch and but you're gonna be hiding and he doesn't know and you're in there and you could play with yourself or whatever (gasps) i think that's a hot scenario that's a hot porn scenario so can I add to that? Can I add to that? Because oh my God, let's in, hear the crazy in, thing you're going to add. <laughs> oh my God, you're okay, thrown so, in the, you're thrown in the sky. It was the dumbest thing I ever heard. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, let's see where you're going to go. I need okay, to reel I'm, you I'm, in. I need to reel you all, in. If you ever start to make porn, please have me come in and edit for you. <laughs> absolutely not, Kathy. I'm going to make the most fantastic <laughs> porn in the world. Oh so I've reached that fantasy since I said it. It's a lifeguard tower. I'm up on a lifeguard tower oh. looking down and okay. they're on the beach. Sucking. Okay. Yes, and, that's good. Or maybe I'm at the top of a tall diving board and they're like at the edge of the pool. Yeah, that's hot. Yeah, that's a good way of making the being up high and watching not sound so psychotic. I mean, before you had a throne <laughs> where you were up in the sky looking down. I mean, it was so that's dumb. Hot too, though. I mean, <laughs> it's not hot. It's stupid. Maybe there's a waterfall stupid. with that elaborate one. I don't oh know. my People God. Know that I'm a little bit over the top. No, but listen. Okay, so building off of your fantasy that you built, Kathy. Yeah. Um. So she's not into me, but the my Spanx partner, he's hot. He's dominant. Um. Her partner is not dominant. Her partner is submissive. So there could be a double cuck fantasy where she fucks my partner and I'm listening, and then makes her partner watch. Oh you know, yeah. You see what I'm saying? Like, oh yeah. There's so many like, different versions of the uh, of what you're saying. That's hot yes, for sure. And yes, listen, you need to make all those versions because there's no fucking cock queen content out there. So I'm so surprised by that. There isn't. There's just not. All right. Well. And and let me tell you, like I said, when I put out my first cock queen that I had on my show a couple of years ago, Phoebe. There were so many women that emailed me saying, oh, my God, thank you so much for this. I think I have this. That's when I realized I had it, you know, and then anytime I air other cut queens because I've had other ones after her. Right. They came on my show. Women started to put it together. And I still think some women don't even know that they have it because you can't go when you're horny on to Pornhub and see shit like this. It's all the same shit. And. I can't believe that there's not more of this. And that's why I told Lily, make some fucking cuck queen porn. She needs, I, totally. if she does not take that and run with it, you should, somebody should that's listening to this because. Oh, I was talking, I, I wasn't talking to her about cuck queen stuff, but I was like, let me pick your brain because I think this is in my future. And she was very like supportive and collaborative. But you know what it is, Kathy? I think a lot of people don't necessarily have the example. So how can we put language? Because like sociologically, like you're a very different creature from most women I've ever talked to. Um, so am I. And so I think, especially in terms of, A, it would be such a fucking gift to dudes everywhere if this was more common. And B, I think it would it would kind of deconstruct this narrative we have of like, mm, well, if he fucks someone else, he doesn't really love you. That's bullshit. I've fucked a lot of guys who are in love with someone else. I mean, not, not in a cheating scenario, but also in a cheating yeah, scenario. Uh, you yeah, know, like- totally. Yeah. Yeah, no, no. I love that you admit that because everyone knows, my audience knows I love reality TV. It's all I watch. I don't care what people fucking say. I love reality TV. And there's a, I'm like a housewives person. I watch all that. And there was like, I think it was like a girl trip episode where this one girl was talking about how, you know, her friend was married to this really wealthy guy and then they were having some problems and then she swooped in and took the guy and now she's married to him. And then they pan to like these confessionals of three other women that were like, you know, well, I've, I've, you know, I got to admit it. I've, I've stolen a guy before and another one's like, 
like, well, look at that fucking ring. I would have stole that guy. And they all like <laughs> cop to the fact like they've been there, done that. I was like, oh, bravo, because who are all these guys cheating on with? OK, girls that have fucking done it. But everyone acts like they never would. But people obviously do, you know, so I yeah. always appreciate someone being fucking straight up honest Just about honest. it. Yeah. yeah. Not, Come on. You know. And just to be clear, I'm definitely at a place in my life where I don't need one more podcast listener emailing me being like, hey, I'd love for you to be my secret podcaster on the side. Not interested. That's not what I do with my life or my time. But in the world, if the circumstances are correct and two people are attracted, I do not understand this possessive thing around marriage. And I think that people could just distribute their resources nice and evenly and everyone could just have a good time. Like that's that's what I that's what I want for us all. Yeah. Listen, I I think that there's people that roll like that and people that don't. And I think we're just born in a society where uh, we're told different things. And depending on when you were born, I think you have more of a, a block to it than others. I think. Uh, yeah, I was very like out of the box in my generation when yeah. I was born. But I always say if I was born now, I would just be like everybody else. I wasn't like everybody else when I was I younger. Don't, I, don't I know, was Kathy, a weirdo. You're very unique. <laughs> okay, but like, all right, but like, I I just wasn't. I didn't do like I never wanted to get married. I fucked whoever yeah. I wanted. I didn't have to yeah. be in relationships. I really loved sex. I talked about it back then. That's not how women are. And I dressed really slutty. Every girl is like that mm. now. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Seriously, I like love no dressing slutty. All the I don't girls like do. Like even the celebrities look and on TV, people are dressing the yeah. way I used to have to dress to go out at night in the bar. I mean, you know, in the in in the darkness. You know, and nobody else did it. Every girl did it on Halloween because it just shows that every girl had that inner slut that wants to be fucking sexy, but they could never yeah. do it because society didn't allow it. I got a lot of shit. Okay, when I was growing up and a lot of backlash for who I was, okay, I wouldn't have got that now. I had so many guys tell me like, okay, you're not like the girl that you marry, you're like the girl that you fuck because you can't really like sex and have a guy take you seriously back then. But it's different now. So I think women nowadays are more likely to be able to understand that they might be a little cuck queen. They might want to see their guy with other women because I got a lot of emails from girls. I got a lot of guys Mm. downloading those episodes, okay? Because I have a very large guy audience. So I know those guys love that fucking fantasy. Uh, But there were so many girls that were like, oh my God, this is my thing too. And the other thing that I found from those women is they they can't find that content. They can't find more information on that. And I believe that there's no porn because I, as a cut queen who have those fantasies, can't find that kind of set up scenarios out there. It's typically the guy. You know how much cock there is with the guy's wife cheating? Tons of it. Women are. I'm not so abnormal. Like, I I just sometimes think if you feel this way, there's probably other people, tons of people. Like, I think there's tons of women that might not ever live it out in real life, and that's okay, but they still might want to watch it in porn. You know what I mean? It's not everything you get off to it. Of course, you don't need to live out every porn fantasy. Most women and most men, I don't think, ever want to maybe open up relationships, and that's fine, but they might want to think about it. They might want to jerk off to it. They might want to fantasize about it, and that's that's cool like why not yeah yeah and then who knows when that creates the scenario where oh my god you are on vacation oh my god there is a hot babe that your partner wants to hook up with oh my god it's happening oh my god yeah listen the way you're going to wind up in one of those relationships where those things happen is by first not only fantasizing about those things but if you're in a relationship being open about those fantasies with your partner because I have seen it many many times okay people on my show couples and I'm sure you've had them too where that's how it all started they were vanilla couple and they just started talking about sex the things that they liked eventually they revealed different kinky things and over the years like it turns out like they wound up doing those things never would they have expected it but it was all because they started to be super open the other thing I find on my show and the saddest thing and I think it's because of the times I grew up in is a lot of the people that are living a double life because they were never able to be open about their naughty, dirty, secret fantasies with their partner. So you know what they do? They go out and be themselves, their real selves with other people. And it's opposite of the way it should be. You know what I mean? But it's just the way that it is. Um, I think it's different now. A lot of guys and women and their second marriages or when they're later in life and they've done it that the wrong way first, the second time they go in like straight up, this is who I fucking am. And they're living like their best life. Um, But I think that that's the problem. But yeah, like more porn, 
learn, talk about it, talk about what you're fucking into. And it can absolutely lead to doing it in real life. I've heard that many times. Totally, totally. And I think there is, I've noticed talking to people that there is this divide between the people who are still just kind of following the shoulds of society, the way they think they were laid out by their mommies and daddies or whatever, or their churches or whatever. And then there are the people that have been like, wait a second, actually, I want my life like this. And those are the ones that are more likely to talk to their partners. And I bet you've also had a bunch of listeners write to you and be like, Hey, like I started listening to your show and then started talking to my partner more oh, because yeah. of it. Yeah, Lucy and, and so Trey. Hot. Yeah, Lucy and Trey. They were um, my long-term listeners, and it was literally through my show that they are now a couple and high school sweethearts. So these are not what? people that have a, a rocky relationship or anything. High school sweethearts been together since the dawn of time, but they just started Damn. to being open, and then they both copped to being bi and being into That's him so too, to her. Hot. And That's now, so I mean, hot. she gave me one of the hottest stripper stories you've ever heard okay if people haven't listened to lucy and trey it's a very highly downloaded episode she talked about her and her guy going to like the strip club and going back and having a threesome with the stripper and how many different ways they did stuff with her which was like a really hot story okay and it was all from them listening to my show together so i think it is very important and that book that people read i mean it's it's sad that that book exists and people read it and they follow it because I never did. And I've always kind of been happy because I've just done things when I want to fucking do them. You know what I mean? But so many people, yeah, yeah. unfortunately, buy the book, read it, do it. And then like, wait, what, what the book fuck? are you talking about? You know, you the know, book of what book? to do, when to get married, oh. what to do, when to have a kid, when to go to college, okay. when to work, when to have a baby. I that's what you meant, but I wasn't yeah. sure. <laughs> when to be monogamous, when you can never yeah. get a divorce, all that fucking book. You were just talking yeah. about it. Yeah, that it's I never did. I was always just true to I did things when when I wanted to and they were never they never followed the book and not to say that people that follow that book everyone just read it and did it some people will get married right out of college and like yeah. be happy and do it that way and that's fine for them I think what's yeah. most important is you do what you want to do when it's right for you and don't get freaked out by oh I'm getting old I need to be married I need to you know exactly. don't live exactly. in that box uh that's the that's the um the thing that i think people shouldn't do yeah. but i don't think the younger people live like that uh, besides being slutty when i was younger i didn't go to college right out of high school i didn't go get a job right away like i didn't do any of this and, and now people aren't doing it either okay like right. i was born in the different in the wrong time i had to go to work yeah. and have a boss and when i had nothing to do i had to like think these pe- people now they young people they could work for uber work when they want turn it off look at their phone while they're working i'm like i got fucking shafted when i was young (laughs) my time was the worst now it's fucking great i mean i think it's perfect i think you're doing perfect and i think we need people like you that (laughs) come born in the wrong times so that we can learn from you inspired by you yeah it's fine i mean but i just think i but i love it but that's why i really love i always talk about how much i love the younger generation and i think they're better and i think with anything you're always going to have negatives and so many people are so fatalistic and they'll be like oh my god look at these people and there's negatives to every generation but there's so many positives that they have nowadays that i didn't have that I think it's fucking good for them, especially for women. You know what I mean? It's a great time for women. It's a great time to figure out you're a fucking cuck queen. Okay. Yeah. I have never lived out my cuck queen fantasies. It happened to me for by accident and a guy. Never? No, 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 no. But the way I realized I was like, I used to have hints of it. Like my, my co-host Tommy, who I had in the beginning, he was like my booty call. I'm very monogamous Mm -hmm. when I have a booty call. I just like to fuck the same guy. You know what I mean? I'm not Mm. interested in variety. I'll have the same booty call guy. If I don't have a boyfriend, I fuck the one guy and all the time, same person that that's how I roll. Yeah. And I, he would come over and he was a player. Okay. Like he fucked so many girls. He owned a bar and I'd always be like, did you fuck someone? And no, no, I definitely didn't. And I'd be like, no, but you don't understand. Like maybe if you told me I'd be turned on when I started to do my show, I was putting it together. I was like, oh my God, maybe I'm a cuck queen because that's why I used to say that. Like, tell me he would lie and think he could never tell me fuck somebody else. Every now and then he'd slip and be like, oh, yeah, I did two other girls say and I'd like I think I would use it as a turn on. And then recently, a couple of years back, a guy of mine that I was fucking like sent me 
a video, and I've talked about this before, of like him fucking a girl, but it was like from the behind, and he th- I, he sent it to me because he pictured that that was me. Like he was like, look, look it's you know, it, I, I'm imagining this is you because it looked like me from behind, but it wasn't. Oh. And so for me to see him <gasps> fuck someone, it was like the horniest I ever got in my <gasps> whole life. And I was like, what the fuck is that? And that's when oh I'm like, oh yeah, I was right. Me putting that together with Tommy, and now I actually oh got it. God. That's what that is. I'm a fucking cuck queen. And after that, I begged that guy, send me more stuff. You know what I mean? I didn't know that was the origin story. You got a video. That's so Yeah, I got a video. But like I said, he didn't send it for that purpose. Um, But I was like, whoa. And then I was like, send me every picture of every girl you fought. Like anything you got. He was like going into the archives, sending me shit. But I was like, (laughs) Um, but nothing was like that video. So I always felt like, oh, you know, get into a relationship. I would. I would like that scenario. That scenario turns me on. So now, because I don't have a guy that's going to go and do that or show me pictures, because most Yet. guys roll like these guys where they just think there's no part of them that could tell you. Even if you tell oh, them I it's know. fine, they can't. I don't know why. But I think they I have think a privacy they... secrecy kink. That's I... my that's my guess about those ones. Oh, yeah, you're right, 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 right. Like it's like hotter to them to do it on the yes. DL than if they told. Yep. That takes away all the naughtiness and dirtiness of yep. it. Yeah, that yep. makes sense. I think, there's a, I think there's a societal thing around that, and it's it's wrapped up, I think, in self-judgment, but I have now met enough dudes where I'm like, no, tell me, I'm open. And I, I have a partner for the first time who's like, wait, for reals? And we've been building <laughs> trust around it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, yeah, it's the hottest thing. Also, I want to fucking know, because not only do I get turned on, I have a better idea of what my health and safety landscape is like, if you're honest with me. And then yeah, you can make clear absolutely. decisions. Good and I point. Feel safe and it's hot. It's hot. But yeah, they don't, they, they like to, I think, I think a lot of people because sexuality gets trained into us in this secret way that cheating thing i think goes speaks to that i don't this is my oh my yeah guess. oh my god i went off on a guess it's such a fucking funny episode my episode with john that i just aired and i go off on him with his whole religious shit like he talks about being religious and i'm like you're religious you're fucking guys in the ass you're cheating on your wife like you're doing all these yeah. things like you've obviously yeah. gone against your religion and you're obviously really hypocritical but that's the that's the turn on a lot of dirty kinky things are dirty and kinky because there's like shame involved and you're not allowed to when you just like sort of create that by repressing it and and being so anti it when that's what people get super addicted to in that charge it doesn't mean though that you Mm -hmm. can't have dirty kinky great sex like in the right way and and be a turn on but so many people are attached and only know that supercharged naughty dirty yeah. wrong thing yeah. and yep. that's uh created by all kinds of like shame and this isn't allowed and all that shit and there's no need totally. for that you know no no and at the end of the day we're bringing it back to porn because we got to wrap it up like at the end of the day that's what porn is for you could live out these fantasies you don't need to do it in reality you could you know yeah. Uh, you could go on and if you're a little cuck queen hopefully Lily is going to make some cuck queen porn and she's fucking on it okay because there needs to be more of it out there yes and her stuff is so beautiful we went to this event and set up a monitor like I was at an event with her in Venice sex on the beach and it was like a sexual wellness thing and it was so hot to see that she just had a monitor set up and there's just naked vagina. It was a vulva, like a vulva diversity thing. And so it showed all these different vulvas, all these. And it's so beautiful. And so just, yeah, I hope she makes it. If she doesn't, I'm on it, Kathy. But wait, so was she going to air that? And was she creating porn when she was there? Or what was she doing? She was there showing off. So it was this event full of these organic lube brands. And there were speakers. And it was this beautifully appointed little kind of like patio in Venice at this place. And so there was a bunch of like sex positive people very women focused it's actually been a minute since i've been like in a femme focused sexual wellness space and so her kind of table had she was talking to people about afterglow and i was there kind of taking pictures and mingling and talking to people and i was like i just interviewed lily it's so great and so it was really it was a cool event because there were different like vibrator companies that were like medically oriented and all this sort of stuff um but it was just cool that at a public place that was outdoors we were allowed to just have a tv set up and porn was playing on it when there were lots of women there who were like oh my gosh ethical porn and lots of people who would come up to her and be like i subscribe and i found out that two of my friends two of my close friends are afterglow subscribers wow i was like oh my god this is great so you know yeah well it's a porn it's ethical porn for women right yeah and men they have men that i mean it's not just yeah, yeah no all of it, all of it. It's definitely, I would say it's more like, 
it seems more straight focused than well no actually the one i was watching was two ladies this straight and queer i don't know we like everything <laughs> yeah 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 listen we've been watching porn made for men our whole lives and we yes. we think it's hot why wouldn't guys think like porn made for women is hot too it's still fucking totally. naked people you know what i mean yeah well i'm like I, I so many people tell me how visually oriented guys are and i'm like me too so i can't wait to just show people how hot stuff is through my eyes i mean i've been creating content for a lot of my slutty friends as a behind the camera person and i cannot wait to do that on a larger scale um yeah well you know what if it's not done by the time you get around to that just do the whole cuck queen thing and you're going to fill I'm a niche that is I'm not filled. Someone's got to get fucking on it, okay? I and feel like I could definitely do the diving board and or lifeguard <laughs> tower <laughs> fantasy pretty easily. Just do me a favor. <laughs> Please, just hire me, though, as your final editor, okay? So I could take anything that's so far-fetched no. out. Oh if, if I'm going to do a regular oh one, I will have you on from the very beginning okay. so that throughout production you can make sure. Actually, that would be really That you don't get to too extreme. <laughs> well, to make a porn that makes Kathy happy specifically. I actually like, love that idea. So <laughs> I'm here for it. Careful what you've gotten yourself into, Kathy. Yeah, it's okay. It's okay. I told you I, I, have, a, I have a very vivid imagination. I can think of 50,000 more scenarios. Thank you so much for calling in and, you know, going over the whole cuck queen thing with me i didn't realize you were such the cuck queen like the hardcore oh i knew you were well cuck. apparently i didn't either <laughs> yes you are the fucking queen listen people could go pleasure people could go find your podcast and listen to more sex stories over there it's sex stories on any podcast app right and uh, you come on my show and do girl talks i'm following your whole sexual escapade stories so i have oh, your yeah. sex stories on my girl talk episode so stay tuned for that and uh, thanks so much for calling in again Thank you for having me, Kathy. Bye. Hey, everyone. Thanks so much for tuning in to this week's episode. If you want to follow the show, follow me at Strict Anonymous on Instagram or Twitter. That's at Strict Anonymous. If you are on YouTube, make sure to subscribe. I love YouTube as a platform for my show because people comment there and I try to reply back to every single person who posts a comment. So even if you're not listening on YouTube and you want to talk about the show, go to my YouTube channel, subscribe and share my videos. It's Strictly Anonymous Podcast. If you want to sign up for my Patreon on my Patreon, you are not only supporting my show, but you will get these episodes early, ad-free, and you get to see anonymous pics of my guests. Most of the girls send in anonymous pics and some of the guys send in anonymous pics. So if you want to see anonymous pics of my guests as well as support my show and get these episodes early and ad-free, sign up for my Patreon, patreon.com slash strictly anonymous podcast. That's patreon.com slash strictly anonymous podcast. The link is also in the description below. Thanks so much for listening. Do you have a story, lifestyle, or situation you can't talk about to anyone, to anyone? Or do you just want to let your freak flag fly and be on the show? Well, Strictly Anonymous wants to hear from you. Send us an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com with your story and your anonymous name. And remember, everything is Strictly Anonymous. Strictly Anonymous.